Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Uh, the Thrill Me podcast dropping a another electronic piece of coal <laughs> in for the year. Our film for this this Christmas episode is Krampus from 2015. But before we get to that, uh, let's get to what we've been watching over the past little period. Jared, what's been happening on the movie front? Uh, not a lot. Mostly TV. I watched. I'm into Sons of Anarchy season three. Still quite enjoying it. It's expanded a bit. They've gone to. Um, uh, they've got the IRA involved, so it's quite broad, but it's right. yeah, really good. Still enjoying it. Um, I watched a little show that I found on Netflix, and the only reason I watched it was because Eugene Levy was in it. I ended up watching the entire season one. It's called Shits Creek. Immediate giggles from me. Who was something because of Eugene Levy? Oh, mate, I love it. He just makes me laugh. But no, no, whatever he does, I just end up laughing at it. And I got a few laughs out of this one. Um, But it's quite, it's quite funny. It's kind of his son is heavily involved too. His son in the show is his real son. Yeah, and they created it i think his son was the the main driving force but created it and wrote it and then eugene got on board and produced and whatever but the whole story is which you find out in the first five minutes of the first episode is they're a rich family who's um uh accountant swindled them and the only asset they've got because it's in their son's name is a place called Shits creek because eugene levy bought it as a gag and they're all sitting there going, why didn't you just Photoshop a deed or something? He goes, I don't know, who does that? You know, I bought the town. So yeah. they own a town called Shits Creek and move there. And it's quite funny. It's got some good acting in there. Some episodes are a bit up and down. Nowhere on the, on, nowhere near on the level of like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But by the end of the, end of the series, I'd quite warm to it. So okay. hopefully they drop the next couple on there. So it's worth a look? Yeah, I liked it. Levy just, I don't know, there's something about his face and his Mannerism mock outrage yeah. that gets me laughing every single time. Not to mention his eyebrows. Um, yeah, yeah. exactly. That is a fair set. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell. Um, I caught up on some of the DC shows. I got a little bit behind, so I'm starting to get back on track with those. And the last one I saw was the only movie I watched, and it was Rogue One. Ah, mm-hmm. and so how was it? I, I loved it. I thought it was really good. It was, it was one of those ones where it hit the nostalgia pretty pretty well. Like, I thought it nailed it. It nailed the look. Like, with um, with George Lucas's prequels, they looked like video games, and they looked far more technologically advanced than the original movies did, which sort of undermined it a little bit. Yeah. This one's nailed it. Like, the look just looks spot on. And, of course, they've used digital recreations to get a few actors in there. Peter Cushing's Peter back, Cushing's in there. Um, in, a, in a substantial role. Yeah. So they recreated him, and at times, like, when I first saw it, I thought, this bloke's dead, isn't he? But, I, I, like, the the CGI was good. It, every time I've seen one of those recreations, like, um, the worst one I can remember was um, Tron 2, when they made the young Jeff Bridges, and it was horrendous. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they tried pretty well, but it never looked like anything more than a computer character. Yeah. This one was pretty damn good, for the most part. But it also serves to uh, to fix a couple of plot holes in the original one, which works really well. Um, and and it's yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. So it's it's good to hear because obviously there was nothing but negative talk about it. That the forty percent had been reshot, and there was all these issues, and yeah. they were basically trying to iron them out. And it's obviously come together really well. Yeah, it's, it's doom and gloom yeah. right up to launch. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really it's um it's good to hear that sometimes you can occasionally get. A lot of problems on a set, yeah. But they managed to fix it, so yeah. I was really happy. I've heard some mixed reviews. Some people found it a bit dull, but um, no, I, I was in. I liked it. I Better liked. than Force Awakens. I enjoyed it more, and I liked Force Awakens a lot. So, yeah. Two ticks. There you go. Solid. Uh, Gibber. Uh, yes, I did a little bit of t- a DC TV myself, Jared. Actually, Ooh. bit of, bit of Arrow season four. Oh yeah. Back on the island, are they? Flashbacks yeah. are plenty. Yeah. <laughs> so many flashbacks. It's like yep. five or six an episode at this point. But Dolph yeah. Lundgren, is Dolph Lundgren here yet? No, no, no season that's five. season five. I'm not up to that yet. Though. Season Thanks four for... went quite off the rails. It's season. so fucking random. There's just yeah. plot holes and people coming back from the death and like just random shit and then bits and pieces that come out of nowhere and then they go nowhere and then they leave it behind. And There's one episode. It's like a standalone. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I can't think of what it was now, but it's basically just, it, they've got a big plot, tw- uh, sorry, a whole plot stream going on with that Damien Dark guy, mm. and then in the middle of nowhere, there's a, a whole... Just a villain of the week. I thought I'd missed, like, fucking three episodes somewhere. I went back and checked and had to re-watch, and <laughs> yeah. seriously, I thought I'd missed episodes, because it was wow. just out of nowhere, just something that was completely different, yep. and at the end of that episode, 
you're just back into the normal stream yeah. again. Yeah. Very random it stuff. It got a bit messy. Arrow season four was probably the low point for mine. Righto. Um, well, I hope it comes So up. they had some meetings and they said, how do we fix this? Dolph Lundgren, anyone? Yeah. Bingo. You know like Dolph Lundgren's <laughs> I, I, I actually do. Excellent. <laughs> we need the, him. The thing is, it's still a bit random. You know you're in trouble when you it's, need him. It's still a bit random, but they've streamlined They've streamlined it and thought all people want to see is fights and a bit of Dolph Lundgren. And mm. So season season five, they've sort of got a different crew together. To they've roots, cut maybe? down on the love story. It's gone. So, yeah, it's it's a bit better. It's still a bit random, but it's better. It's just The other thing with that, it's just I understand the whole, you know, you become a superhero thing. The, the main character was obviously marooned on an island, had to survive, had to learn all this shit. Mm. Everyone else that meets him goes, I'll have a crack at that. Next minute, they're a fucking superhero. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, teach me to punch. Cool. Now I'm the Black Canary. It's just... The well, Black Canary. One of the, well, oh, the funniest have you not one seen it? Yeah, the Black Canary. Canary he just goes, I can do this, and then fucking learns, does some fucking jujitsu yeah. training, and she's a fucking... Now she's a Black Canary. But there's like three or four episodes of This Is Too Dangerous For You, and then, but, oh, no, you're all right now. Yeah. We'll get to that. Now you can go the, funniest one, though, the funniest one is... Um, Mr. Terrific. He's a fucking... He's not, I don't think they call him Mr. Terrific in the show, but that's who he is. He's he casually drops that he's, a, he's an Olympic pentathlete. Oh, the, he gets the, his, the gay black dude. <laughs> the gay black dude, yeah. He gets his ass kicked, Holt. and in season... Uh, it, it gets worse in season five. He's like the, the one that bumbles, bumbles into the fucking... Trouble all the time. It's like the, you have an Olympic level athlete in your squad, and he's the one that can't fucking hang. Yeah. Like, anyway. Meanwhile, the skinny little sister that used to be a drug addict is now like a fucking yeah, ninja a, out of nowhere. Yeah. I remembered what episode it was. It starts with like a fucking thra- uh, flashback to ancient Egypt, and then some fucking like there's three people oh, it was, that are like it was a crossover. gods. Yeah, yeah, it was a crossover. That was a crossover with Legends. It's just out of nowhere though. Well, it, it was with Legends of Tomorrow, so they they ran together particular episodes. So oh, when okay. they do those crossovers, you've got to see the you're watching of all the shows. I am not watching all of well, them. Well, they just did one. They just did <laughs> one this season. They just did one this season with Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends. Yeah, because they had so another chick watch, that just popped in. They'd be only watching one of those shows. You don't know what's going on, do you? Seriously, I thought I'd gone into a time warp. I'm like, what have I missed here? Something's gone terribly wrong anyway that's when you that's your brain capacity that's when you would have got but when that's when you would have got a little bit of Casper Crump as uh, (laughs) as Vandal Savage yes 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 yeah he was he was not it was not good so it's it's weird because it Everything at the time I watch, I'm like, "What? This show is fucking lazy and annoying." <laughs> but I can't stop watching it, yeah, well, and my yeah. missus loves it. I don't. Yeah. Well, she just switches the brain off and goes, uh, and "Just like loves it." And you can you can continue to pound through it. Can't yeah. You? So anyway, I've watched most of that season pretty much this week. Um, so I've been churning through a bit of that. I also saw Secret Life of Pets um, with the kids. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved it, man. Did you? It's one of the best ones I I've seen for a long time. Yeah, I was terrible. I love that I one. I cannot believe. <laughs> when I came out of it, I said to my wife, kids will watch fucking anything. This is wow. just crap. I, I was just, I was just. You like the good dinosaur? Yeah, well, says, different wavelengths. Uh, says the man that used to, you know, text me and said, "I'm currently watching a, a, a um, movie about a motorbike riding monkey." So <laughs> you'll watch anything too. <laughs> we know you'll watch anything. Anyway, I, th- I thought it had some of the fucking better characters. It had some good jokes in there for adults and stuff. Like out of the, all the kids' movies I've watched in like the last year or so, that was one I enjoyed the most by far. And it seems like uh, Kevin one, Hart's wheelhouse to be a, a little we, screaming. Oh, the bunny was the best part, man. The one that you mentioned, we mentioned the other day, Zootopia. Yeah. Oh, shit's on. I didn't like Zootopia. I thought Zootopia was better than this one. Yeah. Yeah. For mine. Oh, unlucky. Uh, (laughs) The other thing I watched, I caught yesterday was The Shallows. Mm. Thoughts? Not good. Didn't didn't enjoy it? No. No. Not at all? Well, it, I didn't mind it. But it was, was good it, at it the start, problems. and then it, it just it got dumber and dumber yeah, and dumber. It lost the yeah, plot where that bloke, the bit where the blokes on the beach getting the ba- getting a bag. Oh, the drunk dude. That was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And then he does he's he like, get oh, killed? Oh, like that surfboard. Yeah, does he, he walk out and get killed? He walks yeah, out to yeah. get a surfboard because he's like, I've stolen the, the backpack. I, I'm gonna steal a surfboard. Thinking, my God, what is this? You know, like because they'd actually done a reasonable job setting her up in the ship, and then but it didn't have. 90 minutes in it. No. It was probably 45 minutes. Max. Yeah, that was the problem. Yeah. It stretched it. It was like taking a pizza dough and stretching it beyond the <laughs> you keep It just tears. And you lump all your toppings in the middle where there's no dough anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no. And, and the, the shark looked great. 
Yeah. Until the end, when yeah. it started leaping out of everywhere. Why is a shark trying to eat a fucking metal boy? Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It just got whatsoever. really, really silly. But it, it, for a while there, it had done a pretty good job. And she is pretty good. She was good in yeah. it. And, like, you know, the whole bit up, like, she got injured. She obviously got... Did she get bitten by that shark? Because that shark was fucking as big as the whale. So if yeah. he grabbed hold of her leg, that didn't... Rent. Like, it looked like a little fucking chomp. it just kind of... It just either grazed her or just got hold of her, but that was it. Yeah, it just didn't look big it, enough. Yeah, I mean, it would have torn up, buddy. It would have ripped her in half. Run. Well, you saw what it did to the fucking drunk dude because he starts crawling up on the thing, then it goes to, like, a side view, <laughs> and his legs and his body are separated. Like, did his legs swing him in by themselves? <laughs> it was really dumb. Uh, so the other thing that bugged me about that, and this is just because I'm a real pedantic motherfucker, but the whole tides coming in, tides going out shit, the tides going out, okay, cool, I get it, so... The rock comes out of the water. Okay, great. She's got somewhere until the tide comes back in. Then the tide's coming in. And then up until about 25 minutes till high tide, the rock's still well above the water. Like, mm. the tide doesn't just go, oh, well, time to come Suddenly in and just go, poof. Yeah. Like, it's a gradual thing. She should have been, like, lapped at, like... Yeah. It just looked really stupid how they did it. Like, six hours till high tide's way down here. And then four hours to high tide, it's still there. Mm. Like, it didn't actually... They should have been... And it was inconsistent. Yeah, because even overnight, there's a bit where the water's up near where she is. Mm. It's, that's not how tides work, guys. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there was, there was more issues with that. It, it bugged me by the end of it. I was pretty annoyed. But other than that, I, I really liked Blake Lively. I thought she was pretty yeah, good. I, she, I, she tried hard. Around, I took it for what it was. It was obviously a, it was a, it was a thriller using a certain premise that was never going to stretch the, the limit. No. But it, I thought it did enough for me to be reasonably entertained for the most part. Yeah. I just felt that, like you, near the end, it just lost its shit. Well, the shark death. Quick, the shark quick, death yeah. at the end was fucking ridiculous. And it was like they had, they were painting <clears> a corner. They had absolutely no other way. Yeah. Oh, she can't and possibly she kill this thing. What about if she makes it swim really fast into some steel that's sticking up off the bottom of the ocean? Why can't she just get away from it? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Why it's does just... she have to kill it? Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Greenpeace will have a field day. <laughs> um, the other thing that bugged me about that was they had a little overlay in it as well where she's looking at mobile phone texts or yeah, her little luminescent screen, watch. Yeah. I just really like, liked that. That bugged the shit I out of me. I thought it was, you know, when you've got one person, you're spending all your time with one person, you've got limited ways to yeah. convey the info. I didn't mind that. I they guess you've got to mix it up a little bit. She could have just been looking at it on the phone. Yeah. That would have been better. Or yeah, looking but I at think they were doing it for visual effects and trying to sort of break things up a little bit. Yeah, it just sort of took me out of it Kind of did a reasonable job in that. Oh, they did it in that Liam Neeson airplane film non-stop as well. I did text messages over the top of... I rest my case then. Speaking of watching anything. Just quietly. I watched all of the Taken movies. Has anybody um, seen Liam Neeson um, auditioning for Santa Claus? No. Piss funny. He's doing his Taken shtick and crap it on about he's checking the list. And he's checking it twice. And threatening. And the guy keeps going, it's too aggressive. <laughs> oh, I could check that out. No, I haven't seen it. But that, that's it for me anyway. That was it. All right. I also <clears throat> didn't have too much. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm into season three. Just loving it. You're welcome. It's, yep. it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I got to the last episode of Frequency. It turns out they've obviously been canned. Because they've, got, they? they've got one episode that's coming up in the next few, probably at the start of next month. Yep. That I assume is going to wrap it up. Bugger. Um, <clears throat> oh, well, at least, it, at least it won't take up too much of my time. To watch <laughs> but the problem is, now that we've got to the end, and this is what makes me think it was sort of cut out from underneath them, if, if what they are purporting is to be the outcome, I think it's, be, it's, it's kind of crap. And what they've done is they've been forced into it because mm. they didn't have any more... T- they weren't given another season to perhaps flesh it out or take yep. it in another direction. Yep. Like, the last episode was probably the least enjoyable one. And I just get the feeling the last episode is just going to wrap everything up really, really quickly and just kind of, you know, they've been taken in a certain way because they got cancelled. Yeah. And it's it just, sucks, but if you're not getting watched... Then yeah, it's a little bit disappointing. It's just it's just one of those things that happens and what can you do? But it's, it's it was kind of, it was good enough to... To hold interest, I think. But I remember when they did it to that Mortal Kombat show. You remember that Mortal Kombat, <laughs> that Mortal Kombat TV show in the, in the mid nineties? Yeah. And I was I was watching it because I'm like, oh, Mortal they, Kombat. They, well, they know. Yeah, it was. I was like Mortal Kombat, and I'm like, they know their audience. All they do is wrap a five minutes of story around, you know, forty minutes of fighting. Um, but then the, the last episode, they obviously got canned as well, and then something happened where, it, like, the whole thing just fucking blew up. <laughs> I can't remember exactly oh, fuck, what it was, but I just remember everyone died. <laughs> the last thing I did, it wasn't a movie, I actually replayed The Last of Us. 
Mm. Pretty much majority of it. Just Ju- is it due to an erection brought on by the trailer oh, for yeah, the sequel? Yeah, I was super excited. As I said oh. in, in our um, on the Facebook, you know, haven't been this excited since I heard there was Thunder in Paradise too. So, yeah. um, oh, I loved it. It was just, it's just fucking phenomenal. Mm. Like, Everything I about a, it. I went onto a guitar tabs website. And the song from the trailer was in the top five yeah, the yeah. tabs. Yeah. So it's obviously getting some buzz around there. The only thing that irritates me about that is the trailer's been put out and it's a teaser, so there's really yeah. nothing to it. There's actually nothing to it. No. But you've got people speculating that Joel is dead and... She's pregnant. She's Yeah, and she's avenging his death and he's <clears> a ghost and... just like, This is what happens. This is the sixth sense, guys. Just relax. Sake. Yeah. But yeah, I, I loved it. I, I jacked it up a little bit in terms of the, the level. Which made it a little bit harder. Through a medium now. Quite yep. a bit harder. <laughs> but, um, you know, once you've played it a few times, obviously you just get better and better at Yeah. Although, sometimes my stealth work is fucking rubbish. <laughs> yeah. I, I go into a darkened room and then... Fucking clickers. So you're, yeah, you're just... Uh, you're constantly doing a James Carter and the Penguin. Yeah. You're just knocking things knocking over. Knocking things over. <laughs> yeah, my personal favourite is that. When you've upset the clickers mm. and then you try to take back it, away, just hide the clickers. <laughs> <corner, laughs> come on, clickers, calm down. <laughs> You're just waiting for them to calm down, and unfortunately, there's other zombies in play, so they've already picked up on you. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking yeah. Shit. it's such a well done game, though. Oh, it's fantastic. But that's pretty much it for me. Excellent. All right. Uh, let's take a break and play the trailer for 2015's Krampus. Merry Christmas! I hate Christmas! I hate all of you! This holiday season, he knows if you've been naughty or nice. Don't open the door. He is the shadow of St. Nicholas. Hold on to each other. Krampus is coming. Nothing bad's going to happen on Christmas. Rated PG-13. Krampus, directed by Michael Doherty, who did Trick or Treat. It's produced by Michael Doherty, Alex Garcia and Thomas Tull. The screenplay is by Michael Doherty, Todd Casey, um, who did some animated shows like Avengers Assemble and Green Lantern, Emerald Knights, and Zach Shields. The cast is Adam Scott as Tom, Tony Collette as Sarah, MJ Anthony as Max, and Conchita Farrell as Aunt Dorothy. The budget was $15 million, and the box office was about $42 million in the US. Fucking hell. <laughs> Just a little bit of trivia. In the movie, it, there's a scene where Max shares some candy from his Halloween stash to con- comfort his cousins. Inside, you can see a lollipop identical to the one used as a weapon by the demonic child Sam from Michael Doherty's previous movie, Trick or Treat. Hmm. Nice little Easter egg. Yeah. Yep. All right. Gibbo, being this is a horror film, it's not really your bag, so to speak, so you kick us off. Oh, good horror films are. <laughs> but fuck you both. Come on, come on, Grinch. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, I, I didn't really enjoy it. My wife walked in <clears throat> about 45 minutes into the movie and looked at me and just shook her head and said, are you guys fucking kidding? <laughs> so... We should take her on a movie marathon. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's fucking rubbish. It's really bad. Um, yeah, I reckon I, we should take your missus on a movie marathon. She'll fucking. She would pull me fucking. Out yeah, it, it'd be a massacre. She yeah. would kill all of you. Seriously. It starts out. In, it's like a completely different movie, and I just. I was like, fucking, what is this? Like a Home Alone reboot? And then all of a sudden, it completely changed into a weird, like, comedy horror. I don't know what it is. I, I didn't like the movie at all. We'll get into it later. I'll give it like a one and a half, maybe. There's a couple shit. of good things. Mostly it's shit, and I hated it. All right. Quick, succinct, <laughs> to the point. <laughs> Jared. Yeah, I don't agree wholeheartedly. It's got some problems. Nowhere near as tight as Trick or Treat. The biggest problem for me seemed to be the tone. They seemed to be looking to go Which in one? one direction, and then <laughs> yeah. it didn't quite get there. It was a bit mixed up in that regard, but... I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was good fun. And in terms of like Christmas movies and Christmas horror movies, it's up as one of the better ones. Um, I think I'd have to go for a three because I I had fun with it. I did enjoy it. 
as one of the comedy Christmas horror movies, it's one of the best ones. That's no, the, best no, the Christmas horror movies, no. I said. Not oh, I comedy. No is comedy. It, yeah. Is there multiple? I'm, oh. I'm yeah. on Silent, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, Seven o'clock well, time to get yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat that. There's quite a few. I'm more in your camp, Jared. I, I had some fun with it. It's an enjoyable sort of Christmas horror flick, but I do agree with you, Gibbo, that it's just all over the joint. Like, yeah. The opening scene, I felt like it was some sort of comedy because it starts with that slow-mo montage and there's two security guards tasering the shit out of someone yeah, yeah. I can love it every minute of yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, so it's obviously a comedy. <clears throat> but then it takes, it goes off on a couple of different, in different spots, and I'll get into that later, but it, I felt it might have worked better as more of an actual darker horror film. Yeah, fucking take it then. But... This it's it's a mess. It's it's got some really well shot scenes and some. It's obvious that he knows how to direct a movie and do it well. Mm. But it, in this case, he just loses the the sense of where he wanted to actually go, and it just turns into a big mess. It's a three out of five still. I still found enough to like, but yeah, there there are that, that that's a major problem um, for me. That the tone of it. All right. Well, let's let's get into the likes. I actually found the opening montage rather amusing. It was piss That was hilarious. It was a great <laughs> opening. People stomping on each Straight away, old mate gets, gets palmed. The first security guard is like, guys, guys, guys. They palm him and then they walk on him as they're yeah. going through. I love the, uh, the security guard dragging the person along the ground too. But it was, yeah, it was kind of, it was so funny and it was setting it up as, okay, so we've got the classic Christmas carol playing. Yeah. But we're setting ourselves up as the movie that's not the classic Christmas yeah. movie. It's the one that's taken the piss out of what Christmas really is for some people. And yeah. that was, you know, and presents, this, consumerism, a, shit, family. They're having stuff. a nativity play and two kids are fucking punching into the kids. And everyone's standing yeah, there with yeah. yeah, I like that. I thought that was a, 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 a cool way to start because it came out with a little bit of humour. Mm. So at least I thought, okay, maybe this isn't going to take itself too seriously. Um, which was good. Yeah, I think you had to. There is actually a bit of atmosphere when the the, the daughter goes to her boyfriend's place. Yeah. And the, the place that is just really frozen good. up. Yeah. And Krampus is on the roof. Yeah. And she's running and screaming and it's jumping from house to house. Yeah. That looked really, really cool because yeah. you couldn't actually see it up close. So you didn't actually know what it was. Yeah. yeah the fact that it brought the snow with it and so it's introduced in this blizzard-like atmosphere yeah. was was really good because it brought in a little bit of that um, probably something like Blair Witch where, I mean, Blair Witch, you don't see anything, but this you just see a shadow basically. So you're sort of feeling like a, silhouette, a, little bit, yeah. a little bit of things yourself. It was actually a really, really well executed scene in, in full, even to the end mm. bit where she gets under the car and there's the little jack-in-the-box. But there's actually a couple of really, really good visual um, sequences involving the storm. Mm. Like when Adam Scott and David... How do you say it? Koshner. I think it's Koshner. I've heard Koshner as well. I don't know. It might be Koshner. Champ kind. Champ kind. Whammy! When they're out in the snow, gunned up, looking for her, it is quite quite creepy because it's got they, they, they actually make the footage da- a lot darker mm. and they use the torch on the end of the shotgun as mm. pretty much the only light yeah and even when they go into that house it's all sort of frozen inside and there's you know there's snow everywhere within the actual house yeah. that whole sequence actually reminded me of silent hill remember that back in, yeah, back in the day yeah, yeah. Very, very similar cool. lighting and like you always had like the ash coming down or whatever it was yeah, in that yeah that's, um it's very similar very yeah i didn't even think of that but that's a that's a good um a good comparison mm. because it does do that really well in the in the storm stuff, and he, and he, he does know his way around it, including the bit where um, Champ Kind gets attacked. Yeah, and it's it, for some reason I kept thinking about aliens. Yeah, you know, it, <laughs> it just sort of felt like, especially when they came back to the house too, and they sort of closed themselves in. Mm. I just kind of got a bit of that vibe of a siege movie, like a yeah. um, Assault on Precinct Thirteen or something like that. Yeah, and. I thought some of that was really good. Reminded yeah. me of the signs bit where the aliens were coming in around the house too. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then what's the Kevin Bacon movie with the giant worms in the desert? Tremors. 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 It reminded me of the Tremors when the fucking things were underneath the snow trying yeah. to get away and stuff too. Yeah. Bacon sizzles. <clears throat> Bacon does. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, um, it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty straightforward for a Christmas movie, but I love the setup with the family coming to stay and stuff because. 
they're focusing a little bit on some of the shit aspects of Christmas. Yeah. And if you can't relate to someone in your they're family, you're just like, oh, fucking just leave me alone for yeah. a minute. Like, yeah. Everyone can relate to that. And they actually, um, like, there was, a, there was a couple of really great lines. Like when, um, I can't remember exactly what it is, but the kid's talking to Adam Scott and he says something like, Christmas is trying to, Pretend you like people you have nothing in common with, and I started. Oh, this kid like, why do we have to have any of them just because we share DNA and stuff? Because in that, you know, in that normal sort of Christmas movie, that'd be like, oh, Christmas, Christmas is the spirit of giving, blah blah. blah. They just said Christmas is spending time with people you can't fucking stand, (laughs) basically. Um, That's what Christmas is. Yeah, yeah. in some aspects, that 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 is rings true. true. So it was kind of funny that they went with that that angle. Not mentioning which part of your family you're referring to, obviously. No, no, definitely <laughs> quite. No, I, in in all honesty, I'm very lucky that it's very limited. Yeah, yeah. But everyone can relate but to yeah, that. Yeah, but it, it, it happens in every Christmas kid do. There's, there's people there that others are just can't. Yeah. My dad <laughs> and his sister, <laughs> seriously, they can spend about five minutes in the same room with yeah. one another and he wants to punch her in the face. So usually he just gets on his bike and just leaves and we don't see him for the rest of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the way to go. But it's still funny. Like, I, I, it's yeah, it's almost like a fucking, like I said, I, I said this was similar to like at the start of Home Alone. Yeah. Um, just with all the family coming in and people, you know, not going very well with yeah, each other. Yeah. The dopey kid too, like uh, Howie Jr., what his yeah, name is. Yeah. Just the dead stare when Max is asking him what he got, what he wants for Christmas. He just stares at him yeah. and just walks off. Yeah. He just reminded me good. of Buzz but with like yeah. curly hair. And Champ... Champ kind, he's piss funny. He's like, he embodies everything about that. Like, it's obviously played up to the max, but some of the shit he's dribbling, you know, he starts talking about guns over he's the family dinner. And then the, best, <laughs> the best part for me was um, when Tony Collette's getting a bit upset and she's leaving and the husband goes, it's delicious, honey. And you hear Costa go, mine's a bit dry. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually a different bit in the trailer about that because he's like, oh, because um, I was talking about whose who's bird was good and he goes, oh, do, do you want to take mine then? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, but that wasn't even in the movie. It was only in the trailer. There but. was a little tiny bit. I think the second time he says it, he says something about you must have got the good, the yeah, good bird. Yeah, you must have got the good like bird. Like, yeah, no, yeah. no, that's the one I should have got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a couple of bits for me. I actually like the idea of the evil Santa Claus hmm. and it looks kind of cool, the fact that it's still got the Santa beard mm. and it's still wearing the red coat, but it's all fucked up and it looks, you know, it's got the long fingernails and the hooves and the, the horns. Mm. And I actually thought, for the most part, it looked pretty good. It, it looked a little bit shit when I got up close to it, when he actually got up close to it. Seems like the face didn't move. Yeah, it didn't. It, it looked didn't. Like, it looked like one of the baddies out of Power Rangers, yeah. just like an evil mask. It and while he's yeah. talking, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little bit of a problem. But I did. I actually really liked how just it looked. Quietly, the design of it. That fucking slug. That clown-looking slug. Yeah, the, the Jack in the Box. That freaked me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I was not comfortable see, with that. He thing. was in the trailer too, so especially, I was ready for that. Especially when you first see it. Yeah. In the torchlight. Yeah. It's kind of trying to goo the Swallow the child. Yeah. And you're just going, what? <laughs> it's a paper concertina. Oh my god! And then it turns around and goes. Yeah, oh, which was actually we were talking about Blade Two earlier on. That's, very yeah, similar to Blade Two. It's very similar. Yeah. But his is so he can swallow children. Yeah, mm. but that creeped me out. Yeah, like, that actually did genuinely creep me out. The other thing that I thought was kind of interesting. I'm not sure whether I kind of put it in the likes because I thought it was at least a different way of doing things. But the mythology of Krampus was done in animation. Yeah, the, the flashback to the to the grandmas, which I thought yeah. was at least an interesting way to do it. I actually love that bit yeah, because I it set it up the it. um, it sort of set up the fairy tale tone of. I mean, the Krampus is sort of very traditional and fairy tale in its own way. So, the fact that they could could stick a little bit of that in there within the in the flashback, I, I like that as well. Yeah, I hated that bit. Did you? Yeah, oh, I really fuck. didn't like that bit. Right. It was well done, and if you did a movie like that, it'd look really cool. But I, it would have, like, if they're going to go the animation thing, maybe do a bit more like the Nightmare Before Christmas or something like that, like a bit darker. Look, that just looked like a little cheerful kids movie. Obviously, not cheerful tone, but it looked just a little bit too cartoony for me. Like, it needed to look a bit more. Like it's a horror movie. It should yeah. be more scary. Basically, but you I thought to, it was. I thought it was like Tim Burton. It got like, a bit to like because it had the silhouettes me, and stuff yeah. of the parents. That sort of was better. But just the little girl just looked a little bit too, just happy. I don't when know. I saw it, all, all like, like I was thinking stuff like the Corpse Bride and the Nightmare Before Christmas, which was sort of same yeah, style same, of animation yeah. and a bit and twisted. And plus, there was classic. Classic champ kind at the end, but he said, "What the fuck are you doing?" Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Wow, that's amazing!" And he's just like, "Fuck this bitch, I'm out." <laughs> um, 
And look, I, I, I haven't got any other likes in mine. I don't know if you guys have got a few others. I just had a shout out. A couple, yeah. You can't possibly have any because well, you've got the t- well, Tony Collette. Like, what the fuck she doing in this movie? First of all, <laughs> the other people are all comedy actors and shit weasels, for what I can tell. She is a fucking really good actress. Yeah. And Look, a paycheck's a paycheck. Yeah. She's slumming a big <laughs> Somebody time. Somebody said, Tony, there's an offer. How much? This much. Yeah. Okay. She's gone down the Robert she, De Niro so train anyway. It, she's, she probably wouldn't have had to do much work. Do you know what I mean? Well, she like, didn't have to do much, Carol. Like, she definitely didn't have to go fucking, uh, you know, full full retard for this one. She just <laughs> got in there and just fucking read her lines and got out of there. But she actually, her performance is really good. Yeah, yeah. It's it just, is. what's the point in a movie like this? Yeah, it, it, it just seems weird. Like, Adam Scott can't act his way out of a fucking wet paper bag. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, he's the same really character. The booty, he's the same like character. He's the same character. Seriously, what's different about him from this movie to Step Brothers? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. nothing. He's the same thing well, is every he a, time. Is he a, a comedian? Or a comedic he... actor, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know where he'd come from. My, my, my knowledge of him was Piranha, and then I saw yeah. him in Step Brothers, and obviously in this. And I think he was in um, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, something like that. The, yeah, I think he might be. Yeah, yeah. He, I've, I've seen him in a couple too. of things, but he's always the same thing, exact same character. Yeah, I, I thought he was a comedian who was you know, getting into acting. I'm not sure about the comedian part. He definitely is like a comedian actor. He's in like all of Will mm. Ferrell's shit yeah. and that yeah. sort of stuff. He's in that little group. So, But yeah, so I like the Tony Collette thing. Other than that, yeah, David David Keckner is the fucking redneck so character. Good. Just nails it. Him, he, talking about Piranha, him in Piranha Three Double D, the <laughs> yeah. best thing ever. The only good thing in it. Really. Yeah, <laughs> him, him trying to convince his daughter that it's a great idea to have a nude pool. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and yeah, you mentioned as well, Adzi, the the creature design for the main thing early on. I actually really liked. Once you get to spend some time with it, and its face is just completely motionless. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work as well. And like any of those things. Yeah. The, the imagination is now gone. Yeah. we now know exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and, and the, the, the human face thing I didn't actually really done. like. Whereas when it's in the darkness, I didn't know exactly what it looked like. And it was fucking creepy, especially when it was leaping from house to house. Because you could tell that bit was obviously awesome. not normal. Yeah. And this is getting, you know, this chick's in some real poop. Yeah. And I actually like the bells on it as well. They yeah. just sort of... Worked. It sounded like chains clinking, bells, like all that sort of stuff was yeah. pretty creepy. But that was it for me for the likes. Anything else, man? Now I actually like the um, the advent calendar to to sort of the creepy mark the snowman days. on that motherfucker. If yeah, that's a normal well, advent calendar. That was the thing. It was like it had that again. It played into that sort of fairy tale traditional tone, and it was a bit creepy. Just when they opened it up, you're supposed to have a cheery elf and a snowman, or whatever. They were fucking. They were as creepy as some of the, the real yeah. monsters that were in yeah. the movie. Yeah, that um, fucking snowman just was a little bit off. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be down to you. I like the ending a lot. I fucking hated the I, ending. I was. I dig the ending big time. Which part? The part where they say that it's all a fucking dream, or the part where you think it's going to be not a happy ending? Well, the fact, the fact that, that it's not really a, a dream, that it's. See, it's like too the... many backflips for me. I'll like. tell you what. No, well, I like the idea. It came out. When I, when I thought it was a dream, I thought it was a cop-out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I like but the then, idea they turned that on its head. When they, t- yeah, they exactly turn it on its head and you're in a fucking snow globe and it's just this little thing saying you've... You, you know, you've so what part of that? Everyone else is cheerful until old mate opens up his present. So we're into the dislikes now. Are we still into it? This is Jared's like, I guess. Yeah, well, you can um, segue to the dislikes if you want. Yeah, when he opens up the present and he's got the little Krampus fucking bell, and everyone looks at him and goes, Oh, and then you're hearing all the stuff that they said in his quote unquote dream. Is that them looking at it and having then they've all had a flashback to the same dream that they all had, or they were all there, or. I didn't understand. I'm not what, sure. They're all in the snow globe. It's, the dream thing. It's not a dream. It's just. I really liked the when they're spending the eternity in a fucking snow and, globe. And that's why the. I guess that's because why the, whole, the whole city, uh, the whole town is just fucking frozen over and everything. It's the snow globe. Is that what we? Well, when, well what I got was you know he's. The thing that I liked was that it started to. I, I enjoyed, and this was where I said I wish they'd got the tone a little bit clearer was at the start it felt like it was going to be the anti-Christmas movie. We're going to take a little bit of glee in, in really getting rid Fucking of some people. people. Up, yeah. yeah. Then at the end they did that when the kid's like, oh, you can fix this. And you're thinking, sentimental Christmas movie? Nah, I'm dropping you in the I hole too. I loved it. I'm like, loved just it. end it. Yeah, yeah, I loved that. That was cool. But, yeah, the, but, I, mean, but, yes. but I mean, Please he's in the hole. Let them go. He's in the hole. Nah. And then what I thought was the dream, and I'm like, oh, he's woken up and he's learnt his lesson. 
and you think, oh, well, that's a fucking cop-out because it was better when everyone was screwed over, then everyone is fucking screwed over because now they're spending eternity in a fucking snow globe. Yeah. Oh, see, I like, didn't, you I know, didn't he know that they were actually trapped in a snow globe. I thought he it was just his... him watching them through a snow globe. That's what I got. I got that, that they were yeah. trapped in a snow globe. I think globe. it was the idea was actually Because trapped. basically he's, taken, not, he's not... taken them there and it's like, okay, you've got your happy Christmas, but now you've got that forever. Yeah. Enjoy it, motherfucker. Okay. Like, well, see, that's different. And that's, yeah. that's better. But... That is better, but it wasn't also wasn't 100% clear. Yeah. Really? It was totally clear. No, I thought he... I just had him watching everyone through... Like, he's always keeping an eye on them through... The, like, the window was the snow globe. Well, this was all... For, to me, that's the Krampus's, like, Santa's workshop, and this is all the ungrateful motherfuckers at Christmas time. Yeah, see, that's better. That are, yeah, and now, that's we're, we're, we're getting rid of you because... They're all in the snow globe, and every everyone's globe cheery. Everyone's cheery because okay, you pack yeah. a grumps are fucking yeah, yeah, trapped yeah. in here. Like, oh, see, that's better. Like so, that. the, the ending was actually <clears> quite... Um, it, it is... Certainly, it was a nice little twist. Like it, it, it did actually throw something different at you. Because I'm like, I was a bit like you. When he woke up, I was like, you're fucking joking. That pissed yeah. me off big cop time. Out. No way. This is a massive cop out. He suddenly just, uh, yeah. it was all a dream and he can, you know, <clears throat> they can have a great Christmas. Yeah. But the fact that, yes, that I did get the understanding that that's what had happened. They were stuck in the snow globe forever. That was that was it. That's, yeah, that's what that. I took from right. it. I may be wrong, but I was pretty, but I think I was pretty that, comfortable I think with them. No, that makes sense. It could definitely be. Uh, and if it was that, I would have been less annoyed. But seriously, it, when he drops the fucking Max into the lava, mm. if it just went black screen credits, I would have been, fuck yes. And that comes on with a Christmas carol. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that would have that been, been funny because you're going, take me and let them go. And the Krampus just goes, fucking. How about I just take everybody? You're not worth anything to me, can't you? I did like it when he says that and they sort of can't, everyone starts Kind of laughing. They stop. Yeah. Anything sentimental, and then they're all ah, like, <laughs> fucking throw him in. Seriously, if it had gone to fade to black, there I would have loved it. Yep. Segwaying into the dislikes. Yeah. Well, that was we're pretty much. We talked about the, the tone. The tone is a massive problem. Massive. A massive problem because it, it basically has bits of comedy. Mm. As I said before, a siege sort of film, slasher movie. Yeah. And a fairy tale. It's all in this one ninety. 100 minute film Yeah And it doesn't know what When to do this Yeah Like it takes these weird turns Like you start I think the fairy tale and the slasher Would have naturally sort of Gone really gone well together, together. Yeah. But then like you said There's a bit of that siege element Where they're sitting at the window With guns And again oh. I got a laugh out of Kek- Kek- no, Even though you knew He was going to fall asleep When you see him fall asleep <laughs> He delivers <laughs> As soon as the screen fades to black and it comes back and he's slurring you like, you fat cunt. You fucked everybody. Typical of you, you prick. Yeah. You know? All you do is keep the fire going and you let it go down. But yeah, that's, so you're right. That's sort of, that kind of felt a little bit out of place, the shotguns and... Yeah, and the shootout. I think a bit of slasher would have been better. Things, they try and go for an emotional element at the end with his parents. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, you can't go down that route because... You've, you've set this thing up as partial comedy yeah. and you've had these fucking silly-looking toys throwing shit at people. Yeah. You've, it's it's like Army of Darkness, mate. You can't go... We can't feel sad for somebody. Let's go for the yeah. we are, guys. We're way beyond all that. Yeah, yeah. and it seemed like um, the big thing for me that really... Where, where the tone shifted was you started with these two asshole. Keckner's girls, who he's trying to make oh, into boys. Stevie and Jordan. Yeah, they are assholes, and you're thinking, right, we're, we're going to take great pleasure in seeing them getting, you know, getting killed in this movie. Oh, no, it sounds a bit, yeah. bit creepy to but say. Because they're kids, movie. they can't do it. But that's what, but they, they went and did it with other, like, the problem for me was there, they went with this really nice little gut punch about him sort of saying, I wish their family could have a good Christmas because they don't have a lot or whatever. Yeah. I wish they could enjoy or have what they need to enjoy life or whatever. And then I thought, okay, well, that's kind of shifted the tone a little bit. I would feel bad now if one of these, these this family goes. But then his sister, who is quite good, and you, you sort of get you get a bit of a um, connection with her through him, yeah. she's the first one to go. And then you're like, okay, am I supposed to feel upset? Because I am a little bit annoyed that she was the first one. The whole way through the movie, liked... I thought they were going to find her. 100%. Yeah, same. same. Well, all you see was her fucking, see the jack in the box and then the cars moving around. Yeah. But I just assumed they'd find her somewhere. She was same. like held captive or whatever. And then it just never happens. Well, never like, when it again. first happened, I was like, oh, that's a bit strange. But then when I hear the voices and stuff, I'm like, okay, so they're going to, she's going to be back and that's going to be all right. Mm. But then the, you, you never sort of got the cousins getting there. 
you know, getting Well, she does get swallowed for. by a fucking jack-in-the-box yeah, clown. Yeah, but with, I yeah. mean, it takes... Mandibles. <laughs> she got hers. Yeah. <laughs> it, took a long, like, it took a long time and it wasn't as, like, satisfying. By that point, the tone was messed up, so I couldn't really take a bit of, bit of pleasure in seeing this sort of black comedy angle yeah. of them getting and, sliced and, and dice. From my perspective is, it needed some gore. It needed yeah. a darker, horrific element. It should have been a straight-ahead horror film. The only gore yeah. you get is like the, the the little teddy getting his eye stabbed and yeah. green jelly comes out. Yeah. I mean, like that sort of shit. It's the not... fact is, I understand why they've done it. They, they, you know, it's it's probably coming down a little bit. I'd say it's got something to do with you know putting it in the cinemas and you want to get as many people to it. It needed to be a hard R, mate. Like it needed to be yeah. full on gore. Yeah, like people getting dismembered, yeah, it fucked up. It shouldn't have been. In any way, um, the fairy tale idea is fine, but it needed to be straight ahead horror, mm. and it wasn't. And it wasn't at all. It didn't even go anywhere near it. No. Which is disappointing. Like, there's not a me, single bit that I was scared of. There was some good elements that could have really been worked in. Mm. And as you say, Jared, mixing fairy tale with slasher would probably have worked out really well. Mm. Because, because I mean, you've got the the design of the Krampus is sort of a twisted sort of take on the on. The vibe they were going for with the animation, with those sort of long overhanging houses and things like yeah. that, yeah, it would have just sort of crossed over naturally with a bit of fucking slice and dice and doling yeah. out the punishment he was supposed to be doling out at Christmas. Because that's what it was. Yeah, it was punishment to kids who were a bit naughty, I guess. Yeah. Or, and, and, and the, the animation naughty. made it seem pretty full on. Yeah. And then you know you hear screaming and a bit of slashing or whatever, and then he winks in her the shadow winks. Through into where to where the grandmother Omi, yeah. Omi is is sitting when she's a child, and I thought that's what we were in for, and yeah, it just, yeah it never just, really played. Just, out. Then you get they a fat kid getting go. dragged up a chimney by a gingerbread man. <laughs> Shrek, um, not there's, horror. There's there's another one of my biggest problems: the toys. That yeah. gingerbread man, all I could think of was Shrek. Hundred percent. The only one Gun I liked man, it was really really irritating. The yeah. only one I liked was the it's the um, same voice. The, <laughs> Yeah, it was. Ugh. The only one I liked was the was the Jack in the Box, yeah. and I thought that was cool because you know you saw it at the car, you saw the little one at the car when the when the girl's hiding under it, and the big one did look very creepy. But then they they went overboard. The toys didn't work for me, yeah. especially the robot. They were and, flying out everywhere, yeah. and they had bloody um, um, teddy bears with teeth and all that sort of shit. Yeah. And I was just thinking it looks ridiculous, and it just is not scary. And I think for mine when the elves came, that was more effective. Yeah, even even though they weren't just sort of you know totally scary they were a little bit creepy there's something about that sort of the faceless look to it and the you know covered up in the cloths yeah. and the it, other it thing was far better than the toys did, it was the take on you know mm. all of it was a take on santa and these were his twisted toys which you know fits in but i would have done away with them and just had the elves yeah 100 because the thing me. with the toys if krampus is old as they're saying like thousands of years old being like this old mythology why the fuck's he got toy bo- like a robot toys and teddy bears and shit like that? That doesn't make any mm, sense. Yeah. The elves In make fact, sense. They could have used the toys, but they could have had one big toy, and that was that clown face thing. Sure, that could yeah. have been the one. It that, was the only one that was creepy. That gets you. That gets you in the house. And it kind of makes sense with presents at Christmas. Opening the presents box, yeah, jacket yeah. box, like yeah. But it even just, like the fucking what was the this like the angel like doll face thing that came down and jumped on people's faces? A bunch yeah, of I don't know. It seemed like they went through a design process and they said, if you want your Christmas toys, your evil Christmas toys, we got the teddy bear, we got an angel, we got the robot, and then they just said, let's fucking use all of them. Yeah. And, and it got it, it got too much at all. Yeah, I didn't, it didn't like work that. At all. And that scene went on for quite a long time. Too. Yeah. And why was it licking in her face? I don't. For the longest no, time, this little skinny tongue's come out licking her face. Yeah. Again, what's that doing? Again, um, Kosha was the one that saved it for me with the when the dog was <laughs> dog was around the gingerbread man or whatever, and he's like, "Come, come on!" And it doesn't go anywhere near him. He's like, "Useless turn." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Go like another, another giggle." In the yeah, another but, giggle in the middle of a scene that got a, a little bit dragged on. I would really like to know: was there was this interfered with? Um, it seems like it. Uh, from at, at a post-production point, because it just does not. None of it runs. None together. of it runs together smoothly. And it would it would make sense up. for Doherty after Trick or Treat was shelled for like two years. Yeah, it would make some like sense. That. And the reason why Trick or Treat works far better is because it's an anthology, and, and he's yeah. got time to have these short little. Oh, that's right. Yeah, see, I haven't seen that. I know. I remember Trick you guys talking about it. Good. it yeah, Trick or Treat's really, really good. good. The other thing too, like there seemed to be a bit of a sentimentality squeezed in there. There was a couple of moments where it seemed like they were going for the sentiment and it felt a bit trite, even though, you know, there's one bit when he talks about, after he says the, the great line about Christmas is trying to, trying to 
um, be nice to people you have nothing in common with. Then he says something like, but what if it's about trying to, um, you know, find some find common ground? And I was like, that feels yeah. a bit trite. Yeah. Even with the caveat of even if they are assholes, <clears throat> it felt a bit trite. And I feel like something like that might have been a bit forced on top of his grim sort of, no, Christmas is shit for some people because they don't like their families or yeah. something like that, you know? I think David Kechner is, is all right. But he he is Randy Quaid from the vacation film. 100%. That was his family, and yeah. I was I, I expected <clears throat> shit. It was full. Again, I would have been laughing. No, he would have delivered, but it just felt really. Randy Quaid's too busy going on about conspiracy yeah. theories and making sex tapes these days. So, Kevin is the new improved Did you version. Say though he was making sex tapes. Yeah. Who the fuck's watching that? No one, but I think he was throwing it up on the internet. He's lost the plot big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has um, he really? Yeah, absolutely lost it. Randy. But it just felt very cliche. It felt very cliche to yeah. what was in the vacation yeah. films. It was vacation, it was Home Alone, yeah, yeah. and then it went, hang on, no, we're going to pretend to be a horror movie yeah. first and jump back in and everything, out. Everything um, sort of built on that too. Like everything about Kekner felt... I've called him four different names. Yeah. Now, but everything Kekna, about it felt... Kekna, Kona, Kukna. I'm just going to go with Champ Kind. Everything Kekna. about Champ Kind felt predictable. Like, yeah. you could tell when he comes in big note about his guns and then Adam Scott says Eagle Scouts, you're like... Yeah, Scott's going to be gonna, much more handy. Yeah, he's going to be the, he's gonna be the badass and save him or yeah. whatever. Um, and then, again, predictable. You knew when Kekna said, I'll take first watch... He was going to fall asleep, asleep and let yeah. the log burn out. Like there was a few of these predictable moments, and like you said, everything about him felt a little bit derivative. It sort of felt like it was taken from other things. Mm. And as much as I think, yeah, there's always there's, there's sort of somebody kind of like this guy in these some of these Christmas. He's everything wound up to a hundred though. Dinners and, and lunches. Same with the auntie. But yeah, he's just up to the. He's just turned up to the max. And it's not there's not enough to differentiate him from some of these others. Mm. And that's what I mean. I kept saying Randy Quaid going, shit, it was full. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could. I was expecting. I was expecting to see Kessler stand out there in his crackers at the front. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and it didn't. It didn't really work. And the biggest problem, the biggest disappointment I've got is there are points in the film where he gets the horror and the tense elements and the atmosphere correct. Mm. And if he could have done it for ninety minutes. I think we'll be talking about this movie much, much higher. Yeah. In much higher standing. The whole thing the whole thing I've got issues with the creatures being just not scary. But mostly the biggest thing for me is just the tone being up and down all the way through. You don't know what you what you're watching. And yeah, it just no. takes me out of it the whole time. Like at no mm. point I was like, Wow, there's a really good horror or wow, there's mm. a really good comedy. It was just in between the whole it time. It was kind of in no man's land. Yeah. yeah. And they should have gone I think if they were going the comedy, it should have been the full on black comedy where you, things are a little bit twisted and a little bit dark. Mm. Well, yeah, I mentioned um, something like Army of Darkness. The reason why Army of Darkness actually works really well is because it embraces the fact blind. that it's bloody ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it knows. And the guy's gone back in time. He's in fucking <laughs> medieval times. Yeah. We cannot take this seriously. And he's we dropping lines like, around. bring it on, Shibi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they you take know, it it's to the end and it works perfectly, yeah. whereas... This doesn't because it doesn't really want to go there yeah. for some reason. Well, and that's why I'm worried about was it? Well, did the studio get their hands on it and go, "Ooh, geez, now nah, this isn't going to work for the mm. multiplexes. We want to put this in cinemas at Christmas. Mm. What we're going to do is going to cut this bit out and cut that bit out and stitch it all together." Yeah, maybe they should have known. They should have, if there. they did take it and mess with it, they should have known we're a fucking world full of cynical fuck sticks. Just give us the, the yeah. hard yeah. art. Yeah. Maybe come the director's cut will come out and it's a totally different movie. Yeah. Yeah. It would just be interesting to know whether that was the case yeah. or is that actually his vision. Because yeah. if it was, it just feels like it's he, he, he missed the point mm. or missed the, missed the actual mark. I actually had uh, two more quick ones. Uh. The, Omi, the Omi bit where she stays in the house, telegraphed. Yeah. Because yeah. when in the flashback she says, he didn't take me. That day, and it's yeah. kind of like she underlined that day. <laughs> Exclamation <laughs> point! <laughs> <That day. laughs> like, okay, so you, you're gonna Next get yeah, something's gonna happen with you. Um, and then Tony Collette. This might have been my biggest dislike because it stuck out like a Thor thumb. Saw thumb. A sore thumb. A Thor thumb. Yeah. Saw thumb. Um, what was she doing? When everyone's escaping, the auntie's just been taken by the thing under the snow. Yeah, and everyone's like, she's fucked. We're running to the car. And Tony Collette says, "Stay there. I'll be right back." Yeah, you can't and say that. Immediately gets. Like, it's like 
The thing's right there. You're not going anywhere. Get in the car and go. Yeah, meanwhile, you're leaving two little kids in there trying to drive a fucking yeah, sunflower. Yeah, it kind of nice. felt like... Good work. It kind of felt like they got down to the end of the schedule and they're like... Let's we've, just only got, we've only got a day left with Tony. Um, yeah. We might not be able to sneak that final scene in. Better oh, kill just, her. Yeah, kill her off or something. Like It just yeah. it came out of nowhere. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, I was really... Oh, Again, she's one of the better better actors in the whole movie. She's yeah. the only actor. You're, you're spot on. Like she seems out of place. Yeah. Because she's a far better actor actress and she seems to be providing the material a bit more than it actually deserves. Yeah. Which is which is funny because Kegner's acting like a fucking blanker <laughs> over in the corner. So they're all in different movies, mate. But the thing about Kegner is you can't ask Kegner to be serious. No, of course not. So there's not. your problem. You've got Same him. Same with out Adam there. Scott. They're both good in what they do. You've got him this out there them out there gunned up. And, and everything's quiet and they're trying to build some suspense, but the look on Kekner's face just makes me laugh. Yeah, you just want to giggle at him. Look yeah. at this silly fat wanker. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that just, it just undoes everything that the atmosphere that he's built was trying to do, which is disappointing. And again, I think that this, it could be a far better film had they have found the right tone and just tweaked it a little bit better. Mm. Just it just lacked something and it let it down. If it, if it had been if it had been clear, that would have it would have fixed up a, a a whole lot of the issues that I had with it. Yeah, it probably would have been from the levels of enjoyment I got out of the parts that I felt were right. I would have I would have really really liked it if they had a, kind of just nailed that tone. I think had potential, failed miserably. Failed miserably. <laughs> Anything else? No. To say? No. All right, that's Krampus from twenty fifteen. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Everyone, make sure you have a happy and enjoyable Christmas. Our New Year's episode will be a underrated gem in my book. Hmm. The uh, 90s action thriller, <laughs> Judgment Night. In fact... This was brought up on our Facebook page by one of our listeners, Zachary. So, big shout out to Zachary. He's obviously uh, got some uh, taste. Mm. Uh, but until then, take it easy, have a great Christmas, and we'll catch you next time. Cheers. Ho, ho, ho. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at 